What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, Morning Rush Regulars. It's tomorrow's show today. Hello, Kelly Nash. Hi there. Dumbleweed House Traffic. <laughs> Thank goodness. Okay, I appreciate that. Hey, let's talk about tomorrow, which is Wednesday, the ninth, as we count down to Christmas. Hump day on the morning rush. Things we're going to think about, think about, talking about. That's it. Things we're thinking about, talking about. If you got something that's going on at your house we need to know about, be sure and reach out to us on social media, or you can always give us a call. We like it better when you tell your story, 978-9267. What's going on with you? What you doing over there, huh? Okay. All right. Uh, by the way, you know, yesterday we were talking about the lottery thing. Okay. The girl who got the lottery ticket as a gift. Yeah. And I hadn't looked at the lottery and thought about it. And I, I was in the store and I thought, wait, what did that say? So I got in my truck and I'm looking around. The Power Ball and the Mega Millions. Ball, Mega Millions. Yeah. The Mega Millions and the Power Ball are almost the exact same number. And usually when it gets up to like $250 million, people start talking about it. I haven't heard anybody saying anything, not a peep. Yeah, you would think in a COVID age, we, we get especially excited about this. But one of them is like $264 million yesterday when I looked it up. Could uh-huh. be more now. I don't know. The other one's like $262 million. The cash payout on both of them was $199-point-something million. Dollars. Like, that is a lot, a lot, a lot of money. I mean, Springs, was it Springsteen sold off his catalog? Oh, um, no, Bob Dylan Bob the other day, and so did, uh, what's-her-face, uh, Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks got $100 million for the rights for her hit songs. Yeah. Now, this is $2 million up for grabs for a lottery ticket. You would think the world would be talking about that. I hadn't heard anybody say anything at all about the lottery. I hadn't seen, pe- I hadn't seen people in the convenience store saying, i got to have 20 lottery tickets. You Usually, know why? Because they know you got to pay taxes. Yep. Oh, is that's that what it is? He says, yeah, you factor the taxes, and you're only talking about half of it now. Yep. Okay, that's fifty. That's $100 million then, if you took the cash option. Yeah. So. Let's do the math on that real quick. You, you want $200 million, okay? Now, the taxes on that's going to be what, 30, 40%, 39.6, 39.5? Okay, so 40%. Yeah. So how many should you win again? Two $200 million. million. So you, there you go. Okay. Uh, so went from 200 to uh, like hundred and. Twenty million or something, something like that, like that. hundred and ten million. But then also, if you're going to take the lump sum, they're going mm-hmm. to cut that dramatically huh. too. Well, if you get the two hundred sixty-two, the cash payout was two hundred million. Is that what it is? Yeah. So one hundred ninety-nine point something million dollars. So you're going to be down to one hundred twenty million. Yeah. So why bother? Why bother? <laughs> Just keep working. It's easy. Yeah. I mean, you get penalized for winning the lottery. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'll tell you this, I didn't have to pay $100 million in taxes before. No. <laughs> wow. What a bizarre thought process. <laughs> I like the James Gregory bit. Somebody mentioned James Gregory the other day and then told me he died. James Gregory's not dead. I just started following him on Facebook. Yeah, he's not dead. I said, no, he's not dead. He's eating at Shoney's right now, wherever he is. I don't know where he is, but he's eating at the Shoney's. Yeah. 
How about Tumbleweed finding out, was it yesterday, that some guy he thought was following him on Twitter was not following him? Yeah, yeah last night, Sally told me Brad Pitt was following her, and I'm like, yeah, what? I, don't, I don't think that's the case, sugar. Wow. And John John was there, we were eating dinner, he's like, no, let me look up Brad, no, that's not it. That's just some dude. Anyway, um, so James Gregory said if he ever wins a lottery, his press conference is going to go like this. The following people can kiss my white ass. <laughs> now, you always said my skinny white ass. Like James can't say that. No. Oh, it's a funny press conference. I'd watch it all the way through just to hear the people. Yeah. You want to know everyone who can kiss it? See if I made the list. If Am not, I on it? If not, I'm calling. <laughs> anyway, so nobody's talking about that. No. Hello. And it must be, well, you know something? Everybody's kind of hunkered down. We're still hunkered down. Not as bad as a lot of states like California. You can't even walk in California. You cannot walk outside your house legally in California. You're going to kill somebody. I think that's a bit of an overstatement. So let that conscience. <laughs> no, you can't ride your bike. You can't walk. You can't go to the park. You can't get in your car. Yeah. You gotta, you're going to crawl there? Can you crawl? They had to move uh, the San Francisco 49ers. To, what was it? They're Arizona in a bubble. to play their football game. That's right. Tackle sports. Yeah. But you can walk outside your house, but you have to be masked. I think you have to. I saw the governor Arizona. talking. He was very upset. He almost cried yesterday talking about having to shut down all these businesses. He's a giving man. He's very caring. So um, maybe it's just that we need to set our sights smaller, talking about some, something that good happened. And we always talk about something good that that we enjoyed the day before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe tomorrow we should give the opportunity for the morning rush records to talk about something good that's going on in your life. We need a little no. good. And it's a good exercise. If you mm-hmm. know, if you force yourself to think about the last 24 hours, there must be something in that 24 hours that you're thankful for. Something that was a blessing. Tumbleweed, let's do it on you right now. Think about uh, Monday. What happened on Monday that was a blessing to you? Or you were a blessing to somebody? Was that yesterday? We wouldn't do this live on the air, but we'll give mm-hmm. it a shot on a podcast. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I bought my wife a Christmas present yesterday. There you go. See? There's a good thing. Yeah. Now don't say what it is. Oh. Don't let God. the cat out of the bag. I stopped you before you could do well, it. You I were about so. to brag about what it was, weren't you? <laughs> I hope so. I know. It's the Texaco brand. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. All right, anyway, so let's do that tomorrow. Um something else that came up yesterday. No, oh, never mind. Right. What do you have notations on over there? We got lots of other things happening. Uh, up in uh, Greenville, there's a place called Oak Grove Lake, and we should all go there and try to see if we can catch this fish. Uh, I believe it may be the world's largest goldfish. It's a big one. Uh, I think I got a bite. What they did was they're doing some work on the lake, and they've they're doing something called electrofishing, which is. Uh, pond management where the guy comes in and he mm-hmm. zaps an area of the lake and it, it they say it doesn't harm the fish it just knocks them out yeah. and they all float to the top they call they, that illegal in the country talk to a dnr wow. agent you can't do that well this is this is being done by the greenville county parks and recreation department mm-hmm. and they measure all the fish and they check them for diseases and all that sort of stuff and then they okay. put them back into the pond um this happens to be an, a little over nine-pound goldfish. So they're speculating that somebody just didn't want the goldfish anymore, and it was, you know, how, how big is a goldfish? Two, three inches normally? Usually. 
and they took their two or three inch goldfish and they threw it in the lake. And or the dang, it down the the dang thing is nine pounds now. That it's, is a huge goldfish. And so it, they they said they put it back into the pond. So it's back in the pond right now. Now the I don't know what the they don't go by weight apparently for the world's largest because I looked up world's largest goldfish. And it's 18.7 inches is the world's record. Wow. And that came in in 2003. So this, just looking at the picture of the guy holding it up, I mean, this this looks like it's a lot more than two feet. I'm thinking this might be the world record goldfish is just floating around out there on Oak Grove Lake in Greenville, South Carolina. I ain't never seen nothing like it. All right, now let's be honest. You caught a nine-pound goldfish. You got it on the hook, and you're saying, should I catch and release, or does curiosity get the best of you? I wonder what a goldfish tastes like. Let's fry this thing up and see. Ooh, does curiosity get you? I got a feeling curiosity get the best of me. See, I would get like this humongous tank. <laughs> I'm going to gut that, that thing, thing batter it, and fry it. Think about how what a conversation piece when people come over your house like, my God, is that a goldfish? Yeah, that's a five foot goldfish. <laughs> I feed it puppies. <laughs> what a huge fish. Oh. But then they always say that the goldfish will only grow as big as its surroundings, like its tank. Something like that. So I would take that goldfish, I'd throw it in the ocean. Like a Next thing I tree. got a 40 foot goldfish. <laughs> Put it in Lake Superior or something. So, Nine pounds. Yeah, it's huge. you got to see the photo on the Morning Rust blog at 975WCS.com. We've also got a story up there about breakdancing coming to the Olympics. I don't even know if we did this anymore. Maybe we just don't do it in the U.S. Maybe it's only done in Asia. Well, according to this, it was introduced in uh, the 2018 Youth Olympic Games in Buenos Aires. Hmm. And I'm looking at a video clip of it right now, and there is a, a youngster who is spinning around, doing all the stuff that the break dancers have been known to do. And what I'm trying to figure out is this just looks like a sport for people who aren't good enough to do gymnastics. Wow, you said that out loud. Yes, I've offended the great breakdancing community that I'm sure is listening right now to this very podcast. But... You know, when you look at the the floor routines of the okay. gymnastics guys right. and gals, they do that thing where they get on their hands and they spin around and they, they spin on their heads yeah. and they yeah. do all the stuff. That, the only thing they don't do is that goofy little foot, like hippity hop thing. Mm-hmm. And then they don't do like the robot where they're, yeah. <laughs> they don't do that stuff, but they could. And they don't somebody, do it to the music these guys use. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I guess they could because they use all kinds of music in the in the floor routines. So I just don't understand why this is a sport. Like, why why did the world need this as a sport? And like you said, it was really popular 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. What else are we going to bring back? Are we going to bring back the, uh, I don't know, Yugo spray painting or something? Like, who can spray paint the Yugo the best? I don't know. What other things from the 90s? Sport graffiti would yes. be good. <laughs> Goodness gracious. We put 20 cans. You got 20 different cans, 20 different cans of paint. And, and, and we the, give you a topic. I just, it appears that what they're saying is, is it's because it's an exciting. Uh, it's kind of like that exports things where they brought in skateboarding. I like a lot of the exports. So if we're just going to bring in like events that are quote unquote athletic, mm-hmm. I, I don't. 
See, that's the I've always had a problem with this. That the idea of dancing as a sport. Unlike, see now I'm like bowling, I recognize you don't have to be athletic to be a bowler, right? You could be 500 pounds and just sit there in a chair and just know how to line up a bowling ball and be really good at it. Yeah. And you have to be amazingly in shape in order to be a gymnast or a, a, something like this. But if to me, if there's not a, com- a competition portion of it, then it's not a sport. You need the scoreboard. Not I need a, not a judge's ruling. Yeah, you need a scoreboard. And there's a difference between a referee ruling whether it was a penalty mm-hmm. or an umpire calling balls and strikes, and somebody saying that was a really good move. Yours was just an okay move. Well, then in your world, then boxing wouldn't be a sport. That's correct, unless you're fighting till a knockout. Hmm. That's the new rule. You got to fight till a knockout. Yeah, I'd could watch be one that round. Too. Could be a fifty. Somebody, like, until how about somebody that goes for a down. sport? You get a punch, then I get a punch. Then you get a punch, then I get a punch. And we just keep going well, until we had knocked those. out. I'd watch those. We had those slapping competitions. That should that. be an Olympic sport. Uh, make it an Olympic sport. And you got to slap them until you knock them out. Backyard boxing with uh, Kimbo Slice. Mm-hmm. He's dead now, but it still remains one of the more interesting things I like you can it. see. If you're just looking for spectacles to watch, backyard boxing would be a good one. What are you thinking? What's a sport you would enjoy? Oh, my. I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is bagging groceries. (laughs) (laughs) My God. Tumbleweed, we just talked about one. (laughs) The mind of Tumbleweed. Ten minutes ago, we just discussed one I thought you were going to use. We gave it to you. Use that one. We literally spoon-fed it to you. That's a good one. We put it it on the top of your mind. I thought it was a good one. Use it. And you were talking about how much you liked it. Can't remember what it was. Home it's a variation derby. of the Home oh, Run yeah. Derby. <laughs> there are three oh, man yeah, teams. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I I think there should be a three man team. You can put one runner on second. Now that guy he can be your designated runner. We're going to have a designated hitter. Those are guys who hit well. We want a fast guy right there on on second base. Now it, the object of the game obviously is to score as many home runs as possible. But if it's short. You could still score the point if, because the outfielder's got to throw the ball home, the catcher's got to put the tag on. Mm-hmm. But you got your lightning fast runner coming around from second. So even if I hang it up, oh, I'm still going to get a point out of this. That could be fun. It's three mm-hmm. three person teams. But you just made a new sport. You just created your own thing. But just a typical home run derby. Would that be could fun. still be good. That'd be interesting to watch. Or just like, like you, in, instead of watching the entire baseball game, just do the home run derby. And like, I wouldn't say a dunk contest because again, that comes down to judges. Uh huh. But if it's who can dunk on the highest rim, and then it goes up an inch. That's good every time. Whoever gets the uh-huh, highest okay. dunk, I'd watch. He got an eleven footer. Wow. Got to move it on up. It's like a reverse limbo thing. Move it up an inch. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> And why is a limbo a sport? Limbo would be interesting because there are some. Boom. You see some of those guys; mm-hmm. they get down like five inches or something. Yeah, like, how do you get on that? roller skates? Especially if, okay. if between the footpaths that you use, there's water, and then inside the water are like laser beam sharks. We just got to take uh-huh. it next level. So if you fall back, you're going to get eaten up. Sharks with freaking laser beams. Exactly. Attached to their heads. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tumbleweed. Oh, that's a Austin Powers. There you go. He got a movie. I've always wondered why at the fair of the Midway they didn't have this. If I were running a Midway game, I'd run this. 
because every redneck knows how to cast, and we can hit a spot. Can you hit the spot? Yeah. The problem is it takes too much space because you got to back up further than eight feet because the rod's eight, six feet. So you got to you got to cast it into a mason jar. That'd be an Olympic sport. Yeah. Other stories that we have include what would be other good Olympic sports? Thinking about it, think about it, and don't come up with tumbleweeds answer. Or do you want to see more dancing competitions? Are you into? Could be dancing with the stars. Should the salsa be an Olympic sport? Maybe it already is, and I just haven't watched it. I don't know. I don't really watch the Olympics as much as I used to. When I was a kid, I used to get into it, but not so much lately. Um, Speaking of things I used to do as a kid, what was your favorite catalog? As a kid, were you a Sears and Robux? Were you a mm. Montgomery Ward? Were you I a was Jason Montgomery Penny? Ward. You remember, I used to get these catalogs, and I would go through, and I would dream about, like, one day, I've, I remember, like, you'd look at goat carts. Like, I could maybe get one of these. Sure. Then I remember one day daydreaming, like, how much, if I wanted to build the perfect van. Remember when vans were popular in the 70s? Like, you know, they the would custom say, vans? Yeah, they would talk about, like, at J.C. Penny, you could get like the Hawaiian sunset painting on the side of your van yeah. for like three hundred dollars or something. I was like, "Oh yeah, I definitely got to get the Hawaiian sunset painting." And then you want to get the captain seats, right? And then in you want to get the shag. You got to have carpet. the Hawaiian sunset. Yeah, and you got to get the shag carpet in the sure. back. And then they had someone had like a bar. You could have like a. Like, I didn't drink yet. I was like eight, but you know, you'd see like, <laughs> man, I could look like I'm J.R. Ewing back here with the kid, the canter. Some with a queen size mattress. Mm-hmm. Of course, you got to have all that. <laughs> the ultimate van. Um, there were, but there were so many things. You want to sing your song now, Tumbleweed? 1972. Oh, Sammy There's John. Chevy van. There you go. Made love in my Chevy van, and that's all right with me. There you go. Had to have one musical note from 1972 in every video podcast. So the the catalogs, obviously, we don't get those anymore. No. And we're the last one has been printed yesterday. They killed it. The final damn store catalog is gone. Ikea has ended wow. it. It's done. They said this is it. The last one, and they say that's the last I thought store. it had been like Land's End or something. This is it. Now, you can get, interestingly enough, if you want to look at the Ikea catalogs, everyone they've ever printed is in the Ikea Museum, which is online. I have a link to that. And uh, it was interesting looking at like the 1971 living room sets and the 1958 bedroom set <laughs> all these things that ikea wow. has come up with through the years but the, just the idea the of, ikea catalog showroom museum yeah boy i bet that popcorn machine is constantly running out of supplies at that place <laughs> sounds more exciting sarcasm. what would you know, what would jonathan want to look at if you don't want to relive in the 70s and the 80s with us what do you like to look at yeah. baseball cards I went. Uh, I went, well, the only catalog we've got of the house that I remember, I didn't get a Montgomery Wards. We didn't have that, and I got the Sears Roebuck catalog. And who was Roebuck? Right. It was the other dude. Mm-hmm. It was the other dude. There's He's the one got bought out. Poor Roebuck. He I said, "Forget it. I'll take my cash now." Is that what he, did? he took his cash up front. Give you take <laughs> take fifty cents on the dollar, and I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. But I did. We don't have any stores like that anymore, do we? Mm-hmm. Where you can just. Kind of get everything. Walmart, um, I Walmart, I guess, is the new but everything. Walmart's not as high end as like you could get at Sears. Sure, Sears just seemed to have everything. Sears like, did have everything. 
are those days gone? Are we ever going to get that? Do you see us ever returning to an area like where it's a one-stop shop? Like an Amazon, but in person. <laughs> you know? No. Amazon, you can get all the high-end or low-end stuff you want. No. That's over. How big has that place got to be? Whew. Yeah. I mean, you could get siding at Sears. Probably get roofing. You could yeah. order an entire oh. house. Yeah, right. There was a time when you could order. I forgot about that. The they Craftsman House. There's some over there in Shandon. They built the Craftsman House. The Craftsman House. house. Wow. Truck pulled up, dumped everything off with yeah. the instructions. <laughs> with the instructions. <laughs> We're missing one piece. Always. <laughs> we just separated everything and said, make sure you have all of it. It took us four that's days they to make this, sure we have it all. That's why they had the Sears One Piece store right down the street. Which piece are you missing? <laughs> missing that one nut. We need a it's nut one here. Piece. <laughs> Those things sell for a lot, a lot, a lot of money. What's that? The, the house? Cra- the cra- if you get an original Craftsman house, yeah, they sell for a lot of money just because it's a Craftsman house. I bet you it was pretty good quality, I would mm-hmm. imagine, right? Oh, they're still standing. Yeah. Remember, that they used to actually sell gas stations, too. Sears sold gas stations, and it was all metal prefab. Wow. Because I read where one guy bought one, like Texas or something, and tore it down piece by piece, took it apart, took it back to Tennessee and reassembled it it's very cool we didn't have like laws back in those days no <laughs> what are you gonna do i'm building a gas station okay seems good to me <laughs> just putting that in your front yard are you Came with everything yep. but the tank you had to get one of those on your own oh my. well i was sorry to see ikea's uh catalog go maybe i know i got the jc i got the j crew catalog yesterday did you yeah what are you going to do with that? I'm not, I'm not going to do anything with it. Sally was reading it. And do we share, do we celebrate um, anywhere with our listeners, Shane Beamer coming to town? We didn't talk sure. about that yesterday. That's huge. What do we, what do you think the mood of our listeners are right now? I thought it, it was best when I saw somebody say, I'm just excited as a Gamecock fan to be excited again. Mm-hmm. I thought, okay, that pretty much sums it up right there. We're excited. We don't know why. We got no. We ju- we're just excited. The prospects that you know, right now your dreams are endless. Everything could happen. <clears throat> now I don't know if this is good news or bad news, but I just saw Shane Beamer's contract uh, is reported to be the lowest paid SEC coach. Well, you can thank Will Muschamp for that. But I'm saying maybe it's good news in the sense that uh, Beamer had said yesterday that he was going to, um, that he had been told or assured by uh, schools management that he would have all the tools he needed to get the best offensive and defensive coordinators. And people were saying, well, those people seem to go for close to $2 million apiece. If that's mm. what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. So maybe he's saying, okay, well, hell, I'll just make a little under three and that'll save money in the budget. To well, he said this money. is his dream job. Yeah. Remember when you get your dream job, you're not there just for the money. This is your dream job. This is what you wanted to do. Well, it's, and then if you do it well, there's a huge payoff coming for you. Yeah. Well, 2.75 million a year is pretty good payoff. Pretty good. What are the taxes? I know yeah, you got to pay the taxes. Don't want that. Don't <laughs> tell you do it for thirty grand a year. That's the best tax rate you're gonna find. <laughs> you want to stay in like the twenty percent tax bracket whenever possible. 
Oh, Shane, if you happen to be watching this video podcast, you're like, wow, that's a great idea. I like that tumbleweed guy. Yeah, he's smart. You need a brain like that on your show. I'll shoes. do his taxes. <laughs> Go do your taxes. Good Lord. got to think big picture, Shane. Yeah. So maybe we could try to come up with a nickname. Like we, we've, the Shane train has already. Been well, but used. think about it too. I mean, what's he making now? What was reported he's making now? Like half million a year? Yeah, something like that. Because yeah. he's not even the he's not even the offensive coordinator. Right? Yeah, he just got a huge pay increase. Well, that's oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's making like triple, quadruple what he sure. was making. It's not like you're coaching, you know, for USC in Los Angeles where you got to go buy a house in L.A. No, no, but. Uh, uh, does it mean that we couldn't attract the best talent because we only had two and a half million dollars to pay our head coach? I, yeah, that's a good question. When the other coaches are making five million, sure. So who knows? Mm. But uh, yeah, we we mentioned uh, on uh, I think the show briefly today that uh, they asked Shane if he was going to use the Spurs up whenever he landed a talent hashtag Spurs up, which is mm-hmm. what we'd been using for the last what four or five years now. Whenever we landed a a five, four, three star recruit didn't do it for the two stars. I He's going to change that. Well, I don't know. He said, "I don't know." We're having meetings on it, and I thought that was hysterical that they have you to. You know have why meetings. he's having meetings on it? His dad crushed it with Beamer Ball. He owned that. Well, and they, they asked him about, "Are we going to use Beamer Ball?" And he said, "I'm pretty sure there's a trademark on that." Yeah, you're pretty Virginia damn sure. Dad, dad's not going to let you use Beamer Ball. <laughs> Although he said, "Dad will be here all the time." He said, "Dad used to go on out to Oklahoma and help uh, coach the, the staff oh, I'm out sure. there, sit in on the meetings." And he said, uh, "You know, now that we're going to have three grandkids living in Columbia, and he, I guess his sister lives in Charlotte with two more grandkids up there." Mm-hmm. So Dad's going to be hanging around uh, North yeah. and South Carolina all the time. Yeah, you're not using Beamer Ball. I knew you don't the think guy dad that, would allow his son to use Beamer Ball? Mm-mm. Why not? Mm-mm. What's you got to create your own. Who's paying for it now? I'm sure it didn't cost much to keep the keep the service mark on that. That's what I'm saying, but you're not making any money off of it. Dad, you want some money? Then I'm going to use Beamer Ball. He might do that. <laughs> I know the guy who negotiated that for uh, Frank Beamer, and that was a big deal. You know the attorney? I knew him, yeah. Wow. He's dead now? Mm-hmm. Oh. I miss him. Well... Great guy. So what can we come up with? Miss you, Craig. Tumbleweed and I were saying we're driving a Beamer. Mm -hmm. That was a good one. Uh, We tried to come up with things that rhyme with Shane. You you were calling, and we also had the, Jonathan said the the, the Shane Cox, which to me sounds too close to Shame Cox, Mm -hmm. which is what Clemson fans call us. Take a negative, turn it into a positive. I like it. (laughs) Tumbleweed flipped. (laughs) He's hard to flip. Love it. Watch this. Tomorrow's going to be Tumbleweed Ping Pong. Kelly's going to flip him, then I'm going to flip him. <laughs> he's so amenable because he's so nice. Tell me he's the nicest guy you'll ever meet. Just very flippable. You can say anything you want to to Tumbleweed. He'll go along with you. You can meet him on the street. Just say anything you want. I'm planning to murder my wife. Want to help? <laughs> sure. Gosh, you need, what do you need? <laughs> I'm Tumbleweed. I need you to do it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wow. Make it easy for you. Okay, maybe not anything. <laughs> but, okay. All right, so tomorrow. <laughs> We're going to have people share their good news stories of the day yep. about 6.10. And then, what is your Olympic sport? <laughs> I'm liking that one. We're going to get some great ideas on this. We're gonna. I bet you we're going to have a cheerleading mom call up. Oh, do, yeah. what, do we not have cheerleading as an Olympic sport? It might already be. Let's I say, let's don't see. think so. Cheerleading 
Olympics. <laughs> and that's different from the flag girls and the other, like, field dancers. I forgot what you call those. The girls with the streamers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's totally different. Now, here's a story from uh, But they're October. synchronized? Oh, they're on it. The Chinese military can step aside. You want to talk about synchronized? Where do you see these girls? Yeah, IOC is approved cheerleading for an Olympic sport. Oh. Got that one. We already got that one. Yep. Pancake flipping? What are you saying? <laughs> Tomorrow morning, you tell Pancake flipping? You tell us what you're thinking. There's got a lumberjacking? Got to be something. <laughs> Do they Hello? have log rolling? I used to watch log rolling. That would be ESPN a good one. Back in the yeah. day, like in Brother, the 80s. that is a dangerous sport. Yeah. You ever done that? Hell no. Good Lord. <laughs> oh, that kind of balance. You can get killed doing that. Yeah, those guys going back and forth, and they got their little cleats Mm-mm. on, and then they, they would do the log rolling, then they would do the X, the the chop down a tree mm-hmm. with the hand, and then they would do one where they got to climb the thing and get back down. Yep. And I, that was that was that, ESPN gold. That was a good one. Yeah. And those, um, what was that, what's that, um, what are those guys who carry those huge poles, and they throw them in the oh, air? Oh, like strongman competitions? Yeah. Yeah, strongman yeah, competition's always good. The pole throwing thing goes back to like, I don't know, the 1600s or something. Yeah. It's like Scottish or something. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Those dudes. Good Lord. All right, well, anyway. I'll watch the strongman competition. If I see it, if I'm flipping channels and there's a strongman competition, I'll watch those it. Those dudes pulling the fire truck with just their teeth? I don't, I don't know if I've seen that one. <laughs> I, I do see the one where they take like kegs of beer and they got to throw them like 20 feet in the air or something over a thing. And Somebody I'm, can do that. You did that back in college had where to. you throw the... Yeah, you throw the keg up on the patio. I was the pledge. I had to do that. <laughs> <laughs>